Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you had a good weekend. Welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go around the room and check in with everybody. This next person can't dunk a basketball and never could. He also won't stop coaching basketball, but probably should. Here is producer Eddie, everybody. Look, I've been warned, and I do it anyway because I'm stubborn, and I think a lot of adults out there do the same thing, too. I went to a trampoline park the other day, and my kids wanted me to jump. I normally don't. I just watch, sit on the couches, but I'm like, all right, I'll jump with you guys. So I started jumping. They're like, yeah, do a flip. Do a flip. Do. So I group chant. (laughs) Peer pressure group chant. From my boys, and I decided to do the flip. Dude, on the way down, my knee, it buckled, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is it. Torn ACL, whatever, oh, no. a pop. I'm not going to be able to walk on it. Lucky for me, I didn't hurt myself. But, dude, I, I was so close to hurting myself. And I'm like, I got to stop doing this. I cannot. Skiing, trampoline parks, uh, basketball. Skateboarding, bro. <laughs> skateboarding. You do that. Dude. You skateboard. Lunchbox's wife almost broke her ankle. Oh, my gosh. They said it would have been better if she broke her ankle. We were at the trampoline park. We got four bounces in. And this is when we were, you know, we didn't have kids. We were drinking. We went with a big group of friends. <laughs> and we got there and we paid and we signed out the, we signed the waiver and everything. Four jumps. And she lands and busts her ankle. And I look at my friends. I said, does that mean I got to go? And yeah, I mean, she was yeah, in man. tears. She was in so, it swelled up the size of a bat. It was so big. It's big. And she was on crutches. It was so bad. But I mean, it took longer to fill out the waiver. Than it did to get to jump. I was so frustrated, but I did. I, I took her home. Not to, to the, the doctor? No, not until the next day. We got it home, elevated, iced, and because the doctor wasn't going to be able to do anything then. I mean, it was nasty. I wasn't going to go to the ER. <laughs> what are you but, talking about? Nasty. No, it's, I mean, it's huge. It's <laughs> gross. And she was like, ah, ah, and I was like, can she not just sit on the bench while we jump a little bit? Oh, you wanted her to stay and just watch. Yes. Yeah. Once voted biggest clown of his classroom. Now he just makes people uncomfortable in bathrooms. Here is Lunchbox, everybody. 
So last week we had a, a mailbag where TV Terry emailed in talking about, hey, is it okay for me to just buy a TV for the Super Bowl and take it back? And some of us were like, yeah, that's absolutely okay. No, not some of us. You. <laughs> I think Eddie was on board with me. Uh, and and, and Bobby was more like, oh, that's dishonest. It's stealing. You can't do that. So I was like, okay, let me call the electronics store and find out. Is this frowned upon? Is this okay? You called the store to say, can I buy a TV, watch, and bring it back? Yeah. Major electronics store. You can find it in most cities around America. <laughs> but you're not doing a commercial for them. I know. I'm just, you're just sa- saying it's a big I'm just saying okay. it's not just a mom and pop shop. I'm talking, I called one to see what their policy is. Go ahead. Thank you for calling. Yes, sir. So how may I help you? Uh, yes, I got a question about a return. Sure thing. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so the Super Bowl's coming up, and so I was looking at getting a big screen TV for the Super Bowl and then returning it. Is that okay? So with the receipt and the box and serial number, we can definitely return the TV within 14 days. So you don't frown upon that if like I want to just like I want to have a Super Bowl party and I want to just have a big TV and then I want to return it. Totally okay, 100% legit. There's no problem with it, right? Yep, as long as it's the same TV. Okay, and it's and it won't be broken or anything like that. I just want to watch the Super Bowl and I got a small TV, so it's like I'm going to but I'll get my full money back, correct? Yes, sir, if you have your receipt with you. That is awesome. Do I need to put it back in the box with the styrofoam or no? If you wouldn't mind, that would be awesome. Wow. That's still not Boom. Her, hold on. That's, Boom. that's her what just up? going by the policy no. that they have. Well, you tell me it's stealing but and dishonest. But if they wanted they just people said, to do that, they would say, hey, everybody, come get a TV and bring it back. I'm shocked, though. She didn't say, like, we don't want you to do that. But Right. Yes, she didn't say can. that at all. She was just like, that's fine. Yeah, go for <laughs> it, man. Just, and if you want to put it in the box, that'd be great. That is crazy. I think it's just their policy. It just so happens to be at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And what else is she going to say? Because yeah. he repeated it five times. I, I, I well, mean, and he I, kept on going. Probably- I'm going to keep it and watch it, and then, and then I'm going to bring it back. I made I- sure she understood that I was buying it with the intention of returning it just to watch the Super and Bowl. And based on their policy, I think they have to say yes. That doesn't mean it's right because you found a loophole. <laughs> so right. let's go Let's go back to last week. TV Terry, you can do it. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you, Lunchbox. She struggles with her pronunciation sometimes, especially when the words repeat and rhyme. Here is Amy, everybody. So I got a massage and it was really, really, really cold at the place. So I kept my socks on because when you get in there, it's like, ugh. But then by the time that he got down to my feet, which that's another thing I like to have women, but it was a mix up and I had a guy, he's down to the feet part. And I say, oh, you can just take my socks off. And he's like, you're going to have to remove them. And I'm like, but I'm laying up here. You're down there. Can Take, and he's like, I cannot remove your socks. You're going to have to take them off. So I have to like pull my legs up, remove my socks. And I guess he said, literally, the state of Tennessee will not let me take your socks off. Yeah, good. That's good. So I've never thought, I've never had this happen before because I've never kept socks on. So, so massage therapists don't just take clothes off people? You can't no. do that. Socks? I get that they... Well, that's still clothes. It's clothes. It doesn't what matter. If, what if it's made a foot fetish? Right. It's a slippery slope, I Amy. Know. He likes I, I taking socks off. I just had never had this happen before, and I didn't know if state to state is different. And that I just it never, I never dawned on me that someone might be able, not be able to take off my socks because technically that's removing clothing from your client. Starts with I, socks. It does, and I yep. think I don't. I don't think I would have asked them to do it though. I don't think I, I would have just done it myself and been like, "Hey, <laughs> homie, socks, get them off." You didn't feel like that as. I didn't say it like that. How did you say it, Amy? I said, because you're laying up top and you have the sheet over you. But I it's just really said, quiet and dark. And like, so what'd you say? Oh, well, they Actually, at off. this point, I think I'm still face down in the cradle. It was very complicated. 
for me to do it, but I did it because I understood wow. where he was coming You're, from. You know what? Not all heroes wear capes. Amy. No, I'm not you saying that a hero. I just thought it was funny that he. <laughs> that is interesting. He That's refused. They can't take clothes off their clients. I didn't know that. I usually go in there fully clothed, lay on the table, and be like, "Go to work, boys." <laughs> start with my start, shirt. Start peeling. Yeah. It just sucks. Okay, Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he can outbench everyone on the show, and he always has his man person toe. Thank you, Bobby Bones. Thank Woo! you, I do. Hey, no pockets for me in 23, boys. Because of the purse? It's all bag. Yeah, he's all bag. Uh, so I mentioned last week, we were talking about how I threw away some old bananas because I thought since they were old and black, I should just toss them in the garbage. Who knew my wife was saving them to make banana bread, which they needed to be like that. So she got online because all we had were yellow or even slightly green bananas, like really ripe. And you can put them in an air fryer for just a couple minutes and then they get to that stage that you can make banana bread like black bananas. Leave the really? skin on? The so, peel? Um, she did it, but she was like, you know, we can use an air fryer. And then when, because I helped her make them except for that part. And, but I was just passed that along. Oh. I didn't screw everything up. We actually learned that if you have an air fryer, you can take bananas of any ripeness and put them in there and it makes them whatever the consistency is to make banana bread. Cool. We made it with almond flour. It was awesome. You keep saying we. Yeah, we. I did. I did. I did a lot of the work. You did? Yeah. Promise? Um, swear. Did a lot of the mixing. Did uh, the scooping out into the thing. I did a lot. I believe I believe you, man. Okay. Yeah. Ask me a question. Any question. No, no. Scooping we're good. it out into the thing. Tell me what that means. <laughs> so there was a bowl of it, and there are, we have like, it's like a cookie sheet, but bigger holes, and you take it out with a spoon and put it in. But first you have to do avocado oil to make sure they come out of the. So you made like so banana you, muffins? You name banana yeah. muffins? or No, banana? no. Banana breads. Different little slices of banana. Like little, oh, they're little loaves. Oh, mini loaves. Yeah, mini loaves. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know the difference. That's why I, but I, yeah. I was questioning your. Um... Mini loaves. And then you, we had to spray almond oil. And she was like, not almond oil, uh, avocado oil. <laughs> and she was like, spray <laughs> avocado oil on the bottom of the pans so they slide out so yeah, they don't get they stuck don't in stick. there. Yeah. Right. right. But I thought it was an ingredient. So I was like, oh boy. Holding it down. So there's like a puddle of it in there. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. And so then she had to go, it was like she was with a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she had to go and dump a little bit from each one of my loaf holes into all the <laughs> other ones. But you know what? Dang it, we made it, and I could probably do it all now. All right. So, thank you. Thank you. Don't clap for me. Okay, clap I'm not for me. I'm not, not all clapping. heroes wear capes. I'm making banana bread. That's right. <laughs> Let's open up your segment. You, the people. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. I've been married almost two years. I'm a clean freak. I've always been like this. My husband knew what he was getting into. In the last eight months, my husband decided to only shower twice a week because he says the water from the shower will dry out his skin faster. He decided to grow out a beard, despite knowing I disliked them. He kept it shaved or short during our entire relationship. He no longer brushes his teeth in the morning because he hasn't eaten anything since the last time he brushed them, so why should he? He regularly leaves dirty dishes on his desk, nightstand, table, There's a fruit fly problem because of it. I've tried approaching his declining hygiene habits by asking him why he's doing this. I've tried compromising. I've tried explaining to him that going to sleep dirty results in more work for me because I end up washing the sheets twice as often. I've even ignored it by not saying anything. Nothing changes. I understand that I'm picky, but to some degree, I like to have a better hygiene habit. I would love any ideas on the matter to get our marriage a little more fresh. Thanks. Signed, married to a teenager? Well, the first thing I do want to say is the beard part doesn't fit with the rest. If he wants to grow a beard, let him grow a beard. Just because he didn't have a beard doesn't mean he can't have a beard now. The rest of it's disgusting. But the beard part, let's cut that out. 
you lose, you get the small L on that one. But does that mean he's just being lazy and he's just yes, growing a beard? Yes, it does, okay. but yeah. it's still a beard. Even if he yeah. wasn't being lazy, you want to grow the beard, it's a beard. Look, it. but if you have a beard and you're not showering and washing, you. like, it's worse. I know, but we can't fight the beard. we got to okay. fight the things that we okay. can handle. Okay. So it seems to me like there needs to be a reward system more than there needs to be a compromise with a child. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because these tendencies are childlike. And you want to take your bath. <laughs> and you... He's a kid. You got to treat him like a kid. But you can't tell him you're treating him like a kid. You've got to build a reward system to him. Say, hey, look, it bothers me. I know you've tried to compromise. We've tried to compromise. But if you take a shower tonight, you get... Yeah. Or you get playing golf or whatever. You, you have to find something and do a reward system. Because it's hard to compromise with a four-year-old. Because they don't even know what compromise is. Like, you do a little this, I do four-year-old's like, no. You yeah, your you're mind. right. But with an adult that you're treating like a child... You're also going to have to do the four-year-old, okay, you get this toy. Here you go. Like if you don't brush your teeth, you're not getting a kiss. No. You, if you brush your teeth. Oh, I will give you lots of kisses. Well, you have to do reward, not punishment. You want punishment, Eddie. <laughs> one right. day, one yeah. day you'll figure out this day. That was thing, habit. Right? I got it right now. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. I, I read something the other day that said uh, our brains respond the best if we get our reward within like two minutes of the action. So when he, right when he gets out of the shower... <laughs> Kiss him. I would even build him a <laughs> chart like a like a kid has a oh, chart. Oh, stop it. Well, also show him he's a child. Oh, my like, goodness. Like, this means a lot to me. Here's your star chart. <laughs> stars on uh, there. Yeah. You brush your teeth today, chart chart. Okay, you got seven stars this week. Here's the reward. How about we send her these studies from these doctors that are saying we shower too much and that we're taking good That's bacteria. That's like one doctor oh. out of a thousand. And the one, yeah, the doctor that doesn't shower. I mean... Th- these are things that we can do. You guys are saying he's the bad guy. Maybe she's a little overbearing. Fruit flies in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's not good. <laughs> when I was in college, I did that crap <laughs> over the sink because I would throw, just throw food in there and I was be in and out. You can't punish them. That ain't working. You can't pro- compromise with them. That ain't working. You got to give them a reward system. If that doesn't work, then you divorce them. <laughs> maybe Get she's, out. Maybe I mean, this she is, seems like a nagger. Like she nags really a lot. No, yeah, it's bad. It, imagine this. You married someone that wasn't this way. And Lunchbox's wife did marry someone that's this way. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. I feel this guy like he's just be living life. He doesn't have time to do the dishes. You don't know what his time is. Sounds like a busy man. So this is what I'm going to say. You have to go reward system because you've tried everything else. Everybody good on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got to figure out this reward thing, yeah. though. That's not I went hard. straight to punishment. It's not hard. You did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Sometimes we do good parent, bad parent. It's a fine line. But we're going to do good husband, bad husband. Oh. Could also be a fine line here. <laughs> so her name's Sarah. She went, they go to the hospital. Time to have a baby. You know, they do the whole thing. They get the bag, they put it in the car. They go to the hospital. They, okay, it's, here it comes. Hey, oh, look at it. It's a boy. They have the baby. Everything's awesome. Well, the husband, who was super attentive the whole time, was right there with her. He was recording it. He was recording some on his phone. And because for posterity, it was like, hey, if you get some real sweet romantic, not romantic, but just like moments that we'll enjoy forever, get them. So he did. But every part of it is her with a weird dog head filter over her head. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> that one the tongue comes out? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. So a mom's revealed that her husband's put an ugly animal filter on her face while she was in labor. And then he posted it on TikTok. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> she knows who she married. Right. Yeah. Right? But also, don't you a little bit get some real footage? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, but he did this all dog face. 
I can tell you, th this is better because the real face is not something you want to see ever again. It is pain. It's agony. Well, it's not all. Oh. It's not just close-ups of the no, waist. No, down. I'm talking about her face. Oh, but she no, wanted no, 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 some no, of no, it. No, 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 no. I promise you, when a woman looks back at the video of her giving birth, if you do film it, her face is something that is not attractive, and you're like, you want, don't want to relive <laughs> that. Insane. You don't want to relive that pain. So the dog face oh. makes it kind of funny and enjoyable. Like, I mean, my wife, when I was in there, when she gave birth to our three kids, her face was, oh, man, like, I don't ever want to be here again. I'm in so much pain. I hate myself. It didn't even look like her. So, so you dog, wish you to put, like, the dog filter or the Luke Combs beard on her? No, I didn't take a video because I was like, man, you, you're not going to want to see that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my god. So gosh. I think I am all for a good husband. She said she thought she was going to get some sentimental footage they'd want to keep and to look back on. But instead, it's her with like a chihuahua dog head with a tongue out. That's great. It's hilarious. Uh, good husband, bad husband. Amy. I'm good. You wouldn't be mad? I mean, I guess I would just see it for what it was and hopefully appreciate the humor. But there was none. There was none that didn't have the dog head. <laughs> like none. I mean, to Lunchbox's point, I'm going to be terrified that I looked awful. But, but no one else is going to see it if you don't want them to. Okay, Eddie? Yeah, I think it's weird that, you know, anyone videos whatever's going on in there during a delivery, so I'm saying that's a good husband. And Lunchbox thinks it's a good husband. Good husband. I'm going to go good husband, too, but he should have got some without the dog head. <laughs> a little serious. Just a, just some mm -hmm. instead of going pure dog head. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Emily was walking her dog, Seamus, and it had just rained a whole lot, and they walked, and there were these waters coming through, and they got a little too close, and the dog ran, like jumped into the water, because this dog was an Australian Shepherd who loves playing in the water. Well, the water then swept the dog away. She couldn't hold on to the dog. Oh. And so the dog, gone. She said she tried to grab him because she was holding a leash, but he jumped in, and the water was too strong. She couldn't hold on to him. So, dog's gone. She calls 911, and firefighters came to the area. She's crying. The crew is canvassing the area. And one of the people that was at an RV park nearby was like, hey, I heard the dog. Like, what are you guys doing? We're looking for a dog. I heard the dog. So they got on, and she has an air tag on the dog, like I wow. do my dogs, which is just a little white thing. You put it in, you can track your dog wherever it goes. Or your wallet, or because I have one at a bunch of stuff. And so firefighters, because of Emily's phone, was able to pinpoint the dog in a drainage tube about a mile away. Wow. Imagine being swept for a mile that's crazy. So firefighters went into the drain, got access to the dog, got the ladder down there, brought him up. The dog, if they say he was in good spirits. I'm going to tell you, I'm in good spirits. <laughs> no, yeah. there's no way. Well, I just got swept down a drain. Mm -hmm. What the heck? Wow. Here's a clip saying, this is Emily saying she's grateful and that there are people who understand that dogs are like family. I was just blown away by, by that level of response um, from our emergency services and just really grateful you know, that there are people that understand that dogs are family members. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, when they get a call about an animal, are they just like, yeah, we'll, we'll get there? Or are they, like, it sounds like they were just like, let's go. The <laughs> animal needs our help. Probably depends on who's getting the call. Yeah. yeah. I'd freak out, obviously. She was emotional in that. But that dog got swept away for a mile. Mm. I wonder when he just goes. <laughs> just float. That means. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So is that an okay 911 call? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if I see an animal get swept, I can call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, not a worm or like a cricket. <laughs> but yes, if you see a dog get swept away, absolutely. <laughs> that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I travel a lot. I'm not, I don't like traveling. I travel a lot for work. So if it's work and I'm on the road, if it's a vacation, 
I always find myself packing basically an extra bag with all the essentials. I better take two toothbrushes in case I lose one. I better take extra toothpaste. I better take extra shaving gel. In case. I do this constantly, right? I do it with like underwear and stuff too. So, but here's the thing. Now, because of Target Circle 360, that is in the past. Because if you're going on vacation, if you're traveling for work, Target Circle 360 gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. You can pack lighter, or you can just not worry if you forget as much stuff because you do boop 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 right there. Sign up for Target Circle 360 today. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation or while you're on the road. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food, supplies, or pool stuff, or everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash circle or the target app for more details same day delivery is subject to terms applies to orders over 35 dollars. hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher i'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the girlfriends in season one we told you about the murder of gail katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend bob at one point a woman's torso washed up on staten island and was misidentified as gail she spent nine years in gail's grave And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. His name is Morgan Evans. You may know him from his number one song, Kiss Somebody. Sometimes you gotta kiss somebody. He grew up in New South Wales in Australia. Started surfing at age 13. At five, he played piano. At 11, he played horn. You know, love him. He's a friend. And... He was playing a show in Australia, and this is like right as all the news about him and Kelsey Ballerini's divorce was coming out. And he goes out and he takes a deep breath and he plays a song I never heard before. And it was about it was a very personal song called Over for You. Here's a clip of that. How would I 
First time he's been anywhere to perform this. Super pumped. And let's do it now. Here he is, Morgan Evans. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Morgan Evans. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. It feels like, Amy, this has been my experience with Morgan over the last six months. Hey, you in town? No, I'm not in town. Okay. Is that how you read his texts? Yeah. Okay. And then he's, I'm here for, I'm not here. And then we do this, and this is literally the first time we've seen each other. Yeah. But we've tried. We've been trying to get a game of pickleball going. We've been, tr- we've been trying. Yeah. That's why I don't know that I've ever walked in and just hugged anybody before. If I saw Morgan, I didn't give him a big hug up there. Just because, like, my friend, I haven't seen you forever, man. It's been a long time. Golly, your hair's all long. Good to see all you guys. Yeah, and that's not that good to see them. It's really good to see me, though, <laughs> really to be honest. You yeah. Yes. Your hair's growing. Growing, growing boy. <laughs> I'm a growing boy, yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what's been happening? I just got back from Australia. I spent Christmas down there almost a month. And I heard. It was awesome. Christmas in Australia is cool because it's warm. Yeah, it was like a little snapshot mm. of summer and uh, spent so much time with my family and old mates. And I've got all these little nieces and nephews now, and they all know who I am now, which is Oh, because great. you actually are around. Yeah, they're available. all three, like three, four, one, two. So mm. the, like, I know them from FaceTime. And so now it's really nice to have a real connection. You are um, without shoes in a lot of your pictures, especially when you're being active. And so, but there's a guy who keeps offering Amy money for, for feet pictures. And He's so, would you, if somebody messaged you and said, hey, I'll give you 200 bucks for close-ups of your feet and only your feet, would you do that? No. Nah. You would Even though your feet are already for free on, on your Instagram? Well, yeah. To be clear, I'm being offered $250. Oh, my bad. So, I didn't mean to under, undervalue you. Would <laughs> you do feet pictures? Where is that on the hierarchy of feet value? No idea. Like, we, have, we haven't seen a what's chart. What's the most valuable feet? picture we only know her value okay i tried to sell him some of mine and, and it was no. far lower yeah. but now he wants giant pictures of her with her feet right near the camera and she's standing her head small and he's offered even more that's pretty specific <laughs> I know. it's like giant ness or something and so you, all weird. you have to do is just make your foot or hand look big that's all i would have to do and he said he'd pay me I mean, I'm not going to do it. Wait, but. do you reply to this person? No. We well, talk about him on the show all the time. Yeah. Yeah, right. But you're someone who is at the beach a lot, and I wonder, yeah. since it's already readily available, would you also take money? Well, maybe because it's so available, I've never been offered money for mm-hmm. it. I do get asked this question a little bit, which I think is equally as interesting, which is, are your feet ticklish? Do you get ticklish? Hmm. It seems like a common, like, multiple people... Question. Never thought about that. Yeah. And if I, uh, I don't even know what it means. I search the computer history of whoever asked that question. <laughs> Wait, you don't know what that means? Oh, I don't. I don't do any more than read it and then move on from it. So I haven't like looked into where it comes from. But are they? Yeah. What? Are they, are they ticklish? ticklish? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe sometimes. Take, take them off. We do it right now. <laughs> Let's try. We it. do it right now. <laughs> um, okay. Look. Let's just let's get to the nitty gritty. You you played this song that you're about to play. You played it at a live show. We saw it on TikTok. I ripped the audio off TikTok and just played it on the air. The whole thing. It's a phone version. It sound your your performance was great, but the audio quality was pretty terrible because it was just somebody recording it. Right. Uh, then I know some people that know some people, and I got a bored version of you play, of that. And, you know, I didn't know if you're going to get upset at me for, ha- for having it and playing it. I didn't ask permission because I didn't want you to say no. And I felt mm-hmm. like the song was really good and you would be grateful later, hopefully, if that ended up being a single. And right. so we had that and I was playing it and then it became your single now. And so I want to go back to that night because whenever you walked out, it sounded like you didn't say anything to the crowd. It sounded like you were a bit emotional before you played it. Is that true or are we putting too much into that? I mean, it's 
very true that it was an emotional time. Man. The first and, time you played, were you like, yeah. were you, I guess my question is, were you thinking about, okay, should I play this tonight? And did you make the decision right then and there? Or were you like, I'm going to play this new song I just wrote? No, no, it was a then and there thing. It was a moment in the show that was always going to be the, okay, the band leaves the stage and then it's a piano moment. But uh, there was a couple of options that I had to do that night of different piano versions of different songs. And um, I'd just written this song um, over for you the week before. And I hadn't even shown anyone. Like I hadn't even sent it to my management or anything. But um, did you write it by yourself? I'd been playing it a lot. Did no, write I, I wrote it with a couple other people here in town. So how vulnerable is that? That you go. Yeah. I mean, it's songwriting is very vulnerable when it's very personal. Yeah. And you go and you go and write this <laughs> yeah. song. This has been happening. You got to. Yeah. Tr- you have to trust those two. And I'm assuming they're people you've written with before. Yeah, one of them was. Two of them I met that day. Oh boy! Hello, I'm it Morgan. Was, um, here. <laughs> It was, I don't know. I don't know how or why it happened. I guess some things just happened for a reason. It was the only song I wrote in a four-month period, and I went into that session because I particularly I was a big fan of um, a couple of people in the room, and then one of my really good mates was in there, um, and I thought I need to do something creative because I, you know, this is what I do. It's like a, an outlet, and I sat in the corner of the room, and I just looked at everyone. And I was like, guys, I'm going to be completely useless in this session unless I just tell you what's going on. You know? Were they like elephant in the room? They knew you were. It was a difficult season, and they were like, "Does he want to? Do we? Do we even write a song? Because there's just so much right. there. If it's how was that? Uh, I don't know if that that part of it ever had a chance to happen. Because I just said, I just said, look, yeah, let's just do this. Well, you know? the song is so good. I mean, if you write it or you wrote it for somebody else, song's good by itself, regardless Thank of whatever you. story it is. But the personal story makes it. It doesn't matter whose story, but a personal story adds value to anything creative because we feel as the person who's listening consuming we feel like it is it's like authentic and legitimate right and that's the goal it is and as a, a songwriter i feel like that aspect of it i'm really proud of and and the i think the pride of it comes from after sharing it seeing how that level of vulnerability and personal writing is actually the thing that most widely relates to people yeah and the amount of messages and comments i get on social media now they're so great and they're like it's so much more than hey i love that song or that show was so fun it's like thank you for writing that song thank you for putting into words how i felt or how i feel thank you for letting me know i'm not alone and those kind of things mean so so much um having gone through a situation like that seeing that it helps other people going through situations like that um yeah, it's really a big deal. Morgan Evans is here. He's got a, a keyboard piano. Now, is that one of those keyboards that plays for you? Or, the key, or are you actually going to play? <laughs> yeah, you know I how wish. the ones that would like play down to the keys? Okay, yeah. so, but it's not. You're actually going to play. I'm going to use my hands. Okay, just making yeah. sure. I'm just showing how legitimate he is as an artist all around. The guy <laughs> plays all the instruments. How funny he comes in and just starts playing the samba. He pushes <laughs> the wrong button and it's done. done. Okay, here yeah. he is. Morgan Evans with his song, Over For You. Morgan Evans. Wow. Thank you. The only thing that I can relate, just a bit of my story to this here is, and it's not the only thing, but when I would write like my first book, I had to, I didn't have to, but I revealed some very personal things that I'd never revealed before, and it felt a little uh, embarrassing is not the word, but I would like talk about some really uh, personal things about my mom and um, addiction and struggles and things that I felt people were going to feel sorry for me for. And so I was like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. And I was embarrassed that they might. But then when people started to come up to me at like shows, when I would I'd go and do, they would go, hey, 
that part, and it would be that specifically, they would go, that's the part. They go, I related so much to that. The one that, the thing that I was so worried about, the thing that I was like, man, when people hear this, they're going to think less of me or they're going to think, they're going to feel sorry for me. And I didn't want them to feel sorry for me. I was using that as an outlet to share. But it was that that people related to the most. Mm. And I wonder if that was similar with you where you're going, I'm going to do this song. It's so personal. And like you said, you didn't expect people to just be like, I needed that song for me, not for, Mm. not just listening to your story. Like they needed it for them. And all these people hearing that, your very personal story, but then also finding their own story inside of it. There's got to be some something in that that makes you feel great that you didn't expect. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had no expectations for it. I'm not sure if you had expectations for those moments in that book. I've, I've read the book, by the way. It's great. Thank you. Um, I, I've heard that song. It's really yeah. good, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's great for that reason, though, and I think the same reason that I feel like people kind of um, have been reacting to this song. I, I literally played it that night, on the festival because I felt like it was something that I needed to say, something that I needed to do. And it wasn't until after the show felt good to do that. And um, I didn't really get a choice in any of the rest of it because by the time I woke up, the time difference and stuff, someone like, you've played the song on the radio, TikTok's had this video shared however many times. And after that, it kind of just took on a life of its own in other people's lives. And so after that, I felt like it's obviously always going to be my story, my song, but I feel like now that it's out there in the world, it's, it's everybody's who needs it to be. Was there ever a time where you thought, I may never put this song out. I may never play this song. We wrote it. Maybe it was just that cathartic experience of songwriting. Did you ever think, you know what, but I just might not ever play it? Yeah, 100%. Really? 100%, yeah. I mean, there's so many, especially when you first get to town and you're still you're kind of meeting different writing groups, there's so many rooms that you're in in, in Nashville where they're like, hey, we need to write a hit song today. You know, like that's the goal. The goal of this day was just dude sitting in the corner of a room just trying, yeah. just trying to make sense of a situation. And um, uh, that part of it creatively is really rewarding too. It's just like, hey, sit down, say what you got to say. Weird to have people in your business? Yeah, but they were in it anyway. I don't really get a choice of that. That, wasn't a, that, that. that was not an added part of this moment. No, rewind. Weird to have people in your business, period, even before the song came out in a way that that hadn't happened before. Totally. I mean, it was a high-profile marriage. Yeah. And with that, you the spoils of it was great. Yep. And then also, I got to imagine, though, I just was so mad at people about – I was just like – I was. You didn't even need to defend it, and you you've handled this like so freaking mature. And I just wouldn't have. I I just wouldn't. I'd be. I'd lit things on fire, just for the sake of it. And I was like, <laughs> people on the internet. Now, right. I, I hear I. This is a very pro Morgan Evans show, and I was getting mad for you, and I kept going. Morgan's just acting like a mature adult. Maybe I should do that, you know. And I that had to be tough to just have all these emotions and go. I got to worry about me and only me. Yeah. Because that's a beast when people just are wrong. Yeah. Right? They're just, it's, it's, so I commend you for that because I'd have been I'd been canceled by now. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was really tough in that way. And I am, I mean, the only thing you control is you and how you feel and what you're doing. So I just, uh, thankfully, I have good people around me that would keep reminding me of that and keep me grounded in that way. And um, I'm, I'll always be grateful for that. I yeah. found, found some really, like, true friends in life and in business and um yeah i credit them with any of the <laughs> any of the smart well, decisions i made like you really learn who 
like who your folks are when, yeah. when, when times aren't the best, when there's really no huge benefit for them to be your folks yeah. other than friendship and love. Yep. That's when you really learn who you, who your people are. Absolutely. And that's the real benefit of a time that really isn't that beneficial, you know? And I think we've all been through them. Uh, this song's great. You're great. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in love with you. <laughs> Thanks, man. I am. It's mutual. I hope that makes you happy. I'm in love with you. you. I'm in love with Morgan Evans. I said it. Wow. I said it. It's out there. I said it. <laughs> I think one of the most beautiful lines, which may even speak to the maturity Bobby's talking about, is I would have let go if you wanted me to. Right. That's a certain level of where someone is to recognize if you need, even though it's so painful, if you need me to let go, I would have done it. Right. What's what's the deal too? Because you, you you're gonna go and you're gonna promote the song, obviously, but it's not like you want to go to every interview talking about your divorce, honestly. How are you gonna handle? No, that? No, I really don't. I know, do that. but but you wrote a song. I mean, but I just wonder how you're gonna handle that because you're going. I wrote this song. It's the yeah. single. I'm here to talk about the single. It's just a, how how are you gonna handle that? I mean, I feel comfortable with you guys. So sure. it's like if I'm gonna do it anywhere, I'll do it here. But. Um, I don't know. Ask me in a few months, I guess. Yeah. We'll specifically ask him that. We'll only bring him in yeah. to do that one question. Yeah. Bring me back for so one how, question in three months. Uh, you, you still you working out? Yeah. Like you good physically? You you hitting hard? Yeah. I'm not doing the dry January thing right now. Ray did that. Feel pretty good about it. Ray did it for six days, and then he came on the show and said, "I quit." <laughs> so it was a real. He's like, "I'm doing dry January." Yeah. And then he's like, "I quit." We're like, "Why?" He goes, "I don't know. It's Saturday," and so I hope you have. Yeah, you're you're done. Yeah. You're good now. Yeah. Well, look, I you know I drank enough beers in Australia over Christmas to like last me through January. I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What in Australia the beer culture there? Is there is it 21 first of all to drink beer? No, it's 18. Okay. Is yeah. it a loose 18? Meaning if you're 16, is it like? Oh no, they're pretty strict about the. They are. The 18, yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty strict about most things in Australia actually. Is there an Australian beer that you really like that when you come to the states you're like, dang, I wish they had uh, um, Koala Light. <laughs> that'd be cool yeah yeah quite likely you could probably make that it'd probably yeah. work in america but um yeah look there's so many beers back home now it's like um all the little micro breweries when i used to live there and now like some of those are big beers i, I quite enjoy just going along and trying every tap along there mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i like it yeah okay anything else guys this is it this is our time oh we don't I, listen i try to get him i try to hang out with him all the time he's never around i think what i think is he sits at home and goes i'm in australia then he's got to post pictures in australia on his instagram so as to not blow his cover because <laughs> he doesn't want to hang out yeah he's like well i told him i'm in australia so uh go ahead eddie no along with the beer conversation like a lot of people yeah. talk about fosters you know like yeah. fosters for beer like is, oh yeah is that big in australia or is that just big here i think at one point it was big in australia like maybe in the 70s or something like that but i think most of it's okay. made here now let's do it eddie all right <laughs> Fosters, okay. Uh, I do keep I do keep Fosters back. on the bus. They have I keep back Fosters on the bus in oh. case someone asks that question, and then they have to drink it. <laughs> so if, if you come on the bus, remember that. Boomerangs, bones. Outback yeah. Steakhouse. Yeah, we're gonna do all the generic stupid things that everybody. Eddie's opened it up. Outback Steakhouse. Do they have them there? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I've never been to an Outback Steakhouse. We oh, should go to. We one should of those go. Together. Yeah, oh we gosh. should. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna take you, and we're gonna document <laughs> your yeah. first ever. That's hilarious. Well, that is. Okay, but I'll probably be like, hey, where are you? I'm in Australia. Bro, I just saw you at the show three hours ago. There's no way you can be in Australia in three hours. I'll post a qualifying picture straight off. Yes, though. meat pies. Yeah. You just said, yeah, I don't know what that means. Well, Do you what? have them? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's still a thing? Oh, yeah. Ask him about the kangaroo. What? Oh, yes. Ask him about the kangaroo. This final question. It's not about you. I'm the, it, I think if you just said, 
Yeah. We're generically going to find a kangaroo in Australia. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's just the law of averages. And you put it in front of me. I think I can whoop its butt. Fighting a kangaroo? Yeah. I would bet money on me. We're not finding one of those muscle ones that they put on the internet. And we're also not going to get a baby. It's just a ran- random kangaroo. You put it in front of me. I think I can whoop a kangaroo's butt. Okay. Go. Do I think, would I back you over the kangaroo? You, yeah. They say, here's $10,000. Who are you betting on? To the death. To the death? Yeah, I mean, look, there's different kinds of kangaroos, right? You got the gray kind, which are around the coastal areas where mm-hmm. most people live. And yeah, I definitely whoop them. They're you old. got those big red muscly ones. <laughs> yeah, whoop them. Yeah. yeah, but they don't. They don't have the agility I have. They're too many muscles. Are you taking on one of the big ones? I'm taking on a random kangaroo. It doesn't matter. They just grab one. They just draw the lottery. This kangaroo, whoop, average kangaroo. Averages, you'll beat an average kangaroo. What's up? Really? Yeah. What's up? An expert. Wow. You know what? Australia. Do you know what his middle name is? Morgan Rue Evans. So don't tell me <laughs> that the guy doesn't know about kang- kangaroos. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you're going to Europe and you're playing these shows with Mitchell Tenpenny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're doing those. I'm trying to see. And then you're doing the shows with Brett Young, all like March through January, February, March, April, May. Yeah. I can do it with my fingers. I can do May. And then you're, you're all, I mean, you got a bunch of shows, huh? And then we're about to announce some dates for uh, the middle of the summer, too. Okay. Here, though. Yeah, it's going to be a busy, going to be a busy year. Some here, here, though. Some here, some uh, Okay, abroad. stop with leaving. Yeah. God dang, man. <laughs> he's gone yeah. all the time. Like he's trying to create a good career for him all over the globe. <laughs> Country music is so fun to play all over the world right now. Are you a pop so star exciting. in Australia? Am I a pop star? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. It doesn't mean you have to do pop music, but okay, are you pop star popular in that people know you that just don't know country music back home? Like, do your songs get played on Top 40 radio? Yeah. Yeah, they get played on Top 40 radio, yeah. Um, That's cool. That's cool, huh? We just got to do the New Year's Eve thing in Australia, which was one of the coolest gigs. The New Year's Eve in Australia. Uh They set up a stage at the Opera House in front of the bridge before they do the fireworks and stuff like that, which felt like a good... It was a very old genre show, so I felt um, good to be involved in that. That's in Sydney? The country guy, yeah. The Opera House, yeah. Wow, that's cool. I've been there. I climbed yeah. up on that bridge. Did you? Yeah, they, cool, they strap you in, and then they you walk up all the stairs, and the wind's blowing you like crazy. And I was just like, I'm just looking for Morgan. And they're like, walk to the top. <laughs> it was, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys, at Morgan Evans Music, the song's over for you. Stream it so many times that you need to go to your doctor because you yeah. need some medicine to get you happy again. Love That's it. how much I think people should stream it. <laughs> uh, check it out and then see Morgan all over the world, basically. Uh, Morgan Evans. Morgan, good to see you, buddy. Thank you for performing that. You're amazing. And that is all. Back in a minute. I travel a lot. I'm not, I don't like traveling. I travel a lot for work. So if it's work and I'm on the road, if it's a vacation, I always find myself packing basically an extra bag with all the essentials. I better take two toothbrushes in case I lose one. I better take extra toothpaste. I better take extra shaving gel. In case. I do this constantly, right? I do it with like underwear and stuff too. So, but here's the thing. Now, because of Target Circle 360, that is in the past. Because if you're going on vacation, if you're traveling for work, Target Circle 360 gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. You can pack lighter or you can just not worry if you forget as much stuff because you do boop. Boop, 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 right there. Sign up for Target Circle 360 today. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation or while you're on the road. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food, supplies, or pool stuff or everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is from the NZ Herald. This woman went on six dates a week so she could get free food. Uh, Think of the energy you have to get for six dates a week, though. She's just like, I don't want to buy groceries. So I went out, ate dinner, took leftovers home, ate that for lunch. Wow. That's crazy. a whole system. That is wild. Hey, Abby, could you do this? No, absolutely. That is crazy. How, like, what's the most dates you've ever been on in a week? Oh, probably like one. I don't like to. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to get carried away like that. It's, You've never been on two dates in a week? No. You mean with same person or two different guys? No, two different guys. Oh, yeah, no. No, no, because she I falls gotta... in love with the first one right away. And so. never wants yeah, to go another one. That's yeah. the last first okay. date ever. Well, talk to, the, talk to this <laughs> no. one first, though. You, the, she does six a week so she can eat. What are your thoughts on that? That is the craziest thing. It's not just like free dinner. It's so much more than that. You're like telling your life story or like getting well, to know them. <laughs> you, you don't have to. Oh my gosh. Abby's like, you're <laughs> telling them you love them. Abby. You're <laughs> dedicating your life to them. Oh, you know what I mean? Abby, you do jump in yeah, cannibal. Yeah, I guess it's, it's a lot of energy to go. But yes. that's if you're invested. If she doesn't really care, it's not that much work. Like this, this But that's person. the problem. Abby's like, you're doodling your name with their last name. <laughs> it's just so much. That's what I don't get. Is she just ghosting them after? I don't understand how you can do that. She's not going out with them again. Wow. So you, I could not do that. So she, she makes $95,000 a year, she says. So she ain't broke, but she says she wants to spend it on like Prada bags, totes, <laughs> and that's what she does. She says she's a girl boss. 
You're, so for you, Abby, that wouldn't be the move. No, I would never do that. What about once? What if a guy, you were just moderately interested in it all, and he was like, hey, we're going to take you to Guy Guy Guy, which is your one restaurant you've been dying to go to. And you didn't really want to go out with them, but you really wanted to go to this restaurant. Would you consider it? No. I, I, I nope, because I... She has standards, I know guys. I am. Yeah. That's, so that on a first good. date, you give your whole life story? No, I don't do that. Yes, you do. I do the basics. When I say life story, I just mean, you know, the basics. Um, but what do you guys believe? No, just honestly. That, <laughs> well, she I, does I, jump in hard and quick. I mean, remember she went on that first date like to get coffee and it was four hours because she. <laughs> it but was that's not a, four. that's okay, though. I've been, you know, on situations where it's shorter or longer than I think. We don't back. I'm not going to judge you for that. But you, it is a constant theme where you do go hard in the paint, as they say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm getting better. You do? This year. Yeah. How have you changed? I've this just year. really worked on it. This, year, not this like... year is like 20, <laughs> almost 30 days Sorry. old. So yeah, 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 this, this year, she fell in love with a guy in the back of an Uber. He, has he ever responded? Oh, man. That was I, tech- did he ever respond? I have a crazy thing I don't want to admit about this. See, what? Here we go. Oh, let's go. Here we go. Let's Wait. go. Please. Are we serious? Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I didn't like tell you this or anything, but. <laughs> oh, guys. Should I? I? Love- yeah. Oh, yeah, you should. Is I this breaking know. news? Do you want to kind of is breaking? Do you want to hold it for a second? Yeah, we okay. can. All right, we're break breaking news. Wow, ah! I, I can. Can you give it to us this this show though? Yeah. Okay, we'll come back. We we have to do the pile. Okay. The joke, but we're gonna come back with Abby. She's got breaking news. She met a guy in the back of an Uber. <laughs> but she's changed. We message. I I messaged him from her account because I won. The, I spend the wheel, and there's some update. Does anyone know this update? No. No. Mike, no. do you? Should she tell you? Scuba, no. do you know? No, I don't know. Okay. I no. can't wait. I'm gonna this is a tease for me. <laughs> we'll come back in a little bit and hear what happened with Abby and the guy that she messaged in the back of the Uber. Oh my goodness. Let's Should go. She tell you? Do you live with him? Well, that would be <laughs> That's crazy. What that it would is. be awesome. <laughs> We're engaged. Okay, married. Okay. So by the way, you wouldn't do you wouldn't go on a date for food. No. Never. And we have an update on your dating life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Raymundo, when you guys flew Southwest and all that stuff happened where they canceled everybody's flights, and I know you sent off money to be... What happened there? Did you ever get it back? Yeah, so they gave us our flights back. That was all just comped and everything. And then they gave us $750 on top of that for another free flight whenever we wanted. Each? Yes. Well, together. So we could both probably so fly anywhere in America for free. Basically 400 bucks. Yes. Three, okay, $375 each. So you got your flight paid for, mm-hmm. and then you got... Close to 400 bucks each. Yes. How long were you stuck? Like, what what was the damage for you? I mean, that was the thing. We really weren't stuck because we already had a rental car and we already were staying in a hotel because there wasn't enough room in our parents' houses. Where? In Michigan. Okay, so, and then did you drive back? And we drove back, but we already had the rental car. We were already driving in Michigan and doing all that stuff. So, and then they hook you up with anything else? Yeah, so then they go, we, they say, hey, send us all the receipts. It doesn't matter. Whatever receipts during this time period, send them. So we sent them all in, and uh, we got the money. They gave you cash too. A like massive a amount. Oh, oh, he wants. Wait, to wait, wait, us. wait, 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 wait. I want to hear a massive amount on top of your expenses. So let's say your expenses were five hundred dollars. They give you more than five hundred. Yeah. What oh. they give you? Six hundred and twenty-two dollars for, for for what? I don't know. A day, a hotel, gas, a rental car, all that. No, no. So you sent in your expenses. Yeah. But some of those expenses you would have had to pay even anyway. if you weren't coming home. A little bit, but I mean, we were still driving the car all over Michigan, and they said, we'll pay for the gas. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just expenses from you not being able to get home. You just sent them your expenses for that time period. Which is simply what they said. They go, yeah, as long as you were doing all that, and luckily we were. 
Dang, that cost him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They said was, so, some people were like asking for uh, interest on their credit card if they paid for stuff, and other people wanted uh, wages lost at work. Meaning, if they paid on their credit card and they weren't able to pay it back, they were charged interest. Oh, oh my goodness! Did you get anything back? Yeah, Southwest hooked it up. I submitted everything, and they maybe they screwed it up on purpose. So they get such great press now. <laughs> no, like, they're the like, best. Yeah, forgiven. Uh, I mean, well, they eventually ended up were the, the ones that got me home, so so I for, forgave them early on, but. They gave me all kinds of money back and all kinds of points, like points galore. And they kept me on my A-list status. Hey, I didn't even know if I was going to qualify for that this year because I didn't fly as much. But they're like, no problem. You got it. Companion pass. No problem. You got it. You got a companion pass. (laughs) Like, I, Southwest, great job. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Bobby, your phone is at home. You've already come to work. You don't have it. How long could you last? Oh, that's a good question. Do I have my laptop? <laughs> say okay, no, let's say just no. Say you've say gone no. somewhere and you've forgotten your phone. Because at work, you'd obviously have your laptop. So you've left the house. You can't go back. You don't have your phone. How long can you last? You can't go back? That's tough. Oh, no. What horror movie did this turn into? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine without it. Wow. For how long? I mean, that didn't sound very convincing. Until I need to go back. <laughs> Five minutes. No, I'm okay. I'm not addicted to my phone. I like my phone. I enjoy being on it, and I'm on it a lot. But I've given it up for three or four days, period. Oof. So it, it would make me sad. It would be like saying, you forgot your wife. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> I, lo- I love her, mm-hmm. but I could do a day without, you know. Yeah, it'd be tough. But yes, I'm fine. Why? Okay. Well, a new poll found that most people could only survive five hours and 11 minutes before they go nuts without their phone. Oh, I would go nuts, though. You didn't ask that. That's like 30, 30 not minutes, seconds. <laughs> what? I forgot my phone? That's so unlike me. It says that uh, as long as you have your phone, you can go three days without your laptop or a gaming console if you're a gamer. As long as I have my phone, I can go three days without water or food. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, most humans need water. Not when you get your phone. All right, what else? All right, if you're going on a date soon, especially a first date, I have some foods that you want to avoid ordering. Ooh, let me play this game. Okay. Spaghetti. Oh. Did you get spaghetti all over your face? Messy. And it's messy, and yeah. then good they're call. like, spaghetti. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Beans. Ribs. Oh, oh, beans, oh. but that's if you plan to stay over, or, or they With plan the to stay over. What yeah. about uh, onion rings? Garlic. Oh, uh, that's good, too. And ribs, because of yeah, all the messy. sauce. Ribs and buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all we have. What do you have? Y'all have gotten them. Uh, garlic, anything. Uh, anything from the kids' menu. Yeah, that's Bull weird. crap. Sometimes no, you want no, chicken order, strips. <laughs> or the kids' menu is cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, I think, is more so if it's a first date. <laughs> that's some bull. Um, All right. Whatever. Uh, extra death spicy foods. Like, trying to be all tough. Because you might s- start sweating. I was at the gas station in Oklahoma last week, and they had that hot chip challenge at the gas station. Oh, the Pocky? Yeah, they had crazy. a whole display of the hot chip challenge. We did this a year ago when you had to order it online. I didn't realize you could just go to the gas station and get it. I bet people are burning their mouths up left and right out there. Okay, what else? And then again, if it's a first date, romantically themed entrees, like the honeymoon steak and shrimp special or the love boat entree for two. Who I would do that? But On a first date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll take the no, love boat. Also, it would be very special. expensive. Anytime you order something for two, yeah. it's super expensive. Oh, yeah. Like if you get the ribeye for two, it's like $90. So yes, is it? Yes, it's more expensive because it's for two, but also are they kind of giving you a deal? I don't you, think so. It just we, makes They make you feel like way. it. 45 bucks each. That's... I would look at the ribeye for one and then compare that. <laughs> okay. I don't think I would do that. 
George Strait has revealed the secret to his longevity in music, and he says it's because he's been able to stay focused, believing that he really is good. Like he believes in himself. That's the number one thing. And then also to be good. Number two. <laughs> no, to like know your lane and know what works for you. And he doesn't really stray from that. And he said that he just always grew up wanting to be like Merle Haggard or George Jones because the older they got, they were still relevant. And that's what that was his goal. That's awesome. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. <laughs> I travel a lot. I'm not, I don't like traveling. I travel a lot for work. So if it's work and I'm on the road, if it's a vacation, I always find myself packing basically an extra bag with all the essentials. I better take two toothbrushes in case I lose one. I better take extra toothpaste. I better take extra shaving gel. In case. I do this constantly, right? I do it with like underwear and stuff too. So, but here's the thing. Now, because of Target Circle 360, that is in the past. Because if you're going on vacation, if you're traveling for work, Target Circle 360 gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. You can pack lighter, or you can just not worry if you forget as much stuff, because you boop, 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 and it right there. Sign up for Target Circle 360 today. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation or while you're on the road. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food, supplies, or pool stuff, or everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand-new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. 
Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this district attorney and an investigator were going through evidence from cases a long time ago, and they came across stolen jewelry in a drug case from the 80s. Inside, they found a 1956 Dupo High School class ring, and the only initials on the inside were PW. Well, they took to Facebook, started asking around, started talking to people. All these things later, they found her, Peggy Wall, and she was able to get her ring back. What if you get yours back and you're like 91? Yeah. I've been waiting for this ring. Yeah, Peggy's definitely older. Yeah, I would imagine if it's been that long. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad. There's probably some memory attached to it. That's great. Yeah, Uh, I mean, something special that went missing, what, all those years ago? And yeah, yeah, you find it. it. Plus, it's cool that people go through that much effort to track someone down. That's the part I love, and I hope someone will do it for me. They were digging in those cold cases, huh? Oh, man. Imagine all the cool evidence that's in those cold cases that they're never... Yeah. Man, think about that. They should have an auction. I want to go to an evidence room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what's in Some there. Some people get in trouble because they take stuff. That's where they I do know. drugs. What? Yeah, they in go the in the evidence room. Yeah, they go in the evidence room they and take drugs. Yeah. Snort, snort. Little snort. Yeah. <laughs> what? I've never seen on the Grey's Anatomy. TV. Amy said snort, snort. <laughs> uh, good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Every time I go on a trip, if I'm traveling for work, if I'm traveling for vacation, if it's like an extended away, I find myself packing an extra bag with essentials, you know, do I have like four tubes of toothpaste just in case or supplies? You know what I mean, right? That's all in the past because people can sign up for Target Circle 360, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go, which for me, when I'm talking about packing, it allows me, it could be for a vacation for you, it could be me working, uh, it allows me not to pack as much because it'll all be waiting for me at my destination. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.